here in the West, we are um, more into the physical things, uh, the chemical makeup of everything. Everything has a chemical makeup. But what we don't understand is everything has an energetic pattern to it as well. That's unique to that person, that organ, that skin, that product, whatever it may be, we're all energy. Greetings. Hello. Good day, everybody, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for joining True Hope Cast. This is the official True Hope Canada podcast. My name is Simon. I am your host. If you're unfamiliar with True Hope, True Hope Canada is a mind and body based supplement company that is dedicated first and foremost to promoting brain and body health through non-invasive nutritional means. For more information about us, you can visit truehopecanada.com. Our guest today is bioenergy test practitioner Phil Kushner. Phil is the Canadian distributor and practitioner for the Quest 4 system. He has been a distributor and practitioner since September 2016, and both um, Phil and his wife Doreen are Quest 4 technicians. Phil's been an entrepreneur for over 30 years, owning various different businesses during that time. And Phil and his beautiful wife Doreen live in Bonneville, Alberta, which um, I hear is pretty chilly at the moment. So, Phil, thank you so much for joining us today. First question is always, how are you? I'm good. Uh, we're up here in chilly, uh, chilly Bonneville, Alberta, Canada. So uh, other than just freezing right now, uh, I'm very well. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Um, when, you, when you're talking about minus 30s and minus 50s with wind chill, I have been to Calgary in February and it's the coldest that I've ever been on the planet. So when you're talking 30s and 50s, I can't, my body actually can't even recognize what that might even be like. But good for you. I'm sure it's beautiful up there in the spring and the summer and there's all sorts of wintry things that you can do. But um, just to kick off, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey into the field, very interesting field of bioenergy. Sure. Um, like you said, I've, I've been a business owner for over 30 years. I incorporated my first company in 1986. So I'm dating myself a little bit. <laughs> but uh, it took me till I was 55 to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And, and, and I found this. Um, what happened was my wife had vertigo, terrible vertigo. And we could not find out what was going on with her. We went to all the doctors and all the specialists for three and a half years. Uh, and it was just getting worse and worse and worse. At the end, she was getting it every second day. And they were going to put her on uh, uh, short-term disability at work because her vertigo was so bad. Um, she couldn't do anything. She couldn't read a book. She couldn't watch TV. All she could do was lay perfectly still in her bed. I would take her by the arm, bring her to the bathroom, let her throw up and bring her back to bed. That was her life. It was just horrible. And uh, anyway, I, I wasn't playing hockey uh, because of this, because I'm taking care of my wife. And one of my buddies said, uh, hey, how come you're not playing hockey anymore? And I told him, well, I told him the story of, of Doreen and the vertigo. And he, he says, well, why, you know, nobody's been able to find anything. I said, no, the, they think it, uh, at, at the start, they thought it was benign positional vertigo. And then they figured out that wasn't it. And then at the end, they said, oh, she probably has a touch of Meniere's disease. 
I'm going a touch of Meniere's disease. This woman can't function. This is, this is not right. So anyway, the gentleman I was talking to at the hockey, I finally did manage to go to play one hockey game and I told him why. And he said, oh, go see this guy in Sylvan Lake. He's got a machine, tell you exactly what's wrong with her. So I'm thinking, well, it's very dubious at best, right? But we're at, we're at our wit's end. So we went, well, let's go. So we go to Sylvan Lake, which is about a four and a half hour drive from where we live in Alberta. Uh, we go in, we sit down, you hold on to two metal rods and light electricity goes through your body and tries to find out what's going on in your body. So I went first. I said, well, I'm going to try this too. It sounds very interesting. See what it can pick up on me. The first thing he said to me, and it was on the report too, because you do get a printed report or by email if, uh, um, uh, if you prefer. Right on there, he said, the first thing he said to me, he said, oh, you got a, you got a problem with your C6 in your neck. And my jaw dropped because about four years prior to that, my C6 had collapsed, squishing my medial nerve that runs down my right arm. And I was laid up for six months. I couldn't sleep in a bed. I, I slept on a love seat with my neck forward and my legs up because it would open up the vertebrae just enough to get the pain off there a little bit. Uh, I couldn't drive a car. Uh, I couldn't do anything basically for, for, for those times. So I was like, and it had healed by this time, but this machine still picked it up. And I was like, whoa, there's something to this machine if it can pick up something like that after four years later. And it still picks it up, even today. Because I got degenerative back disease is what, is what happened there. So anyway, told me a few other things. And then Doreen went and he told her a few things. And then he said, what's causing your vertigo is your number 15 tooth is infected. And my wife being my wife, I won't say what she said, <laughs> uh, but she said, uh, no, no, it's not. And uh, he, uh, he laughed and he said, it is, go get it checked out. It's causing your vertigo. Anyway, um, we started coming back. I talked to her and I said, you believe in this stuff? And she goes, no, I don't believe in this stuff. I said, well, it found my C6 in my neck and you know, it found this tooth that's, you know, it's probably causing your vertigo. She goes, I don't have an infection in that tooth. I have no pain there whatsoever. And I said, don't you have a root canal in that tooth? She goes, yeah. She said, I said, well, you wouldn't feel any pain. There's no root there to feel the pain. So it might be infected. And now, you know, that I've been doing this for a while, that happens quite often because it's a foreign body in our body and we try and the body tries to get rid of it and it can become infected very easily. So anyway, phoned up our dentist, great guy. He said, get her in her eight o'clock tomorrow morning before anybody else gets in here, we'll do an x-ray. Did an x-ray, all infected. Pulled the tooth, got rid of the infection. The vertigo went away and never came back. What so did your... Sorry, just ask a question there. What did your wife say when she, when uh, the dentist found the infection in the in the in the tooth? I, you know, I can't even remember. I just remember looking at her face, and and probably my face was the same thing. Like, how how could it? You know, how Amazing. could this? Yeah, yeah. It was so surreal because we went for three and a half years to to doctors all over the place. Um, I firmly believe that this machine saved her life because if we wouldn't have found that infection, it probably would have went to the brain and killed her. Cause I've talked to dentists about this 
And uh, I've talked in front of people about this machine because I am the distributor for this machine in Canada. And there was a dentist in the office and, and he said, you're right. You know what, if, you, if, if it would have got bad enough, it would have went to her brain and it would have killed her. So um, everybody I've ever sold a machine to all has one of these stories that, that uh, gets relayed uh, where, you know, you get, you, basically I see two kinds of people. Well, three, um, but two for sure. Uh, people who believe in energy work uh, is the first kind. Second kind are people like we were, where we had no, no place else to turn. Nobody could tell us what was going on. Um, so I see a lot of those people. And then the third ones are just the curious ones. Wow. So in regards to what was the primary reason for being inspired to try this machine? You know, it was your, your friends kind of giving you a recommendation at hockey and you've tried, you, you've gone to, you've gone to many through many conventional means to try and figure out what's going on with your wife. And you know, what was the real kind of inspiration with, with, you know, going to go and drive out and, and, and try, try this energy work for yourself. There was no choice. We had no choice. Like there was nothing type else. Of thing. Yeah. yeah, Simon, there was nothing else. We were at our wits end. Um, she had no life. She was stuck upstairs in our bedroom. Uh, it was no life. So um, it was a basically a lifeline for us that uh, this buddy of mine told us about this guy. Uh, that was the only reason we went. Yeah, that's such a blessing that you actually had that chance conversation and what a different world we world we would be in if you know that was a conversation that was um happening more and even coming from the conventional medical system where like just trying this trying this type of therapy to you know investigate a little bit more how you know how many people wouldn't have to suffer for a long long periods of time before they found their uh, root concern and, and yeah, you're 100% correct, because that's what we do. We try and get down to that root cause of what's going on. I'll give you a, an example of that. I had a lady that I've known for years and years and years, and I could see her getting worse and worse and worse. I knew her before I, I, I ever started this. And she finally came in to see me. Uh, and she had uh, arthritis, terrible arthritis. She's been on medication for 20 years. She comes in. I did a metabolic digestive scan, along with our other scans that we do. And I saw a tapeworm. I put her on some stuff to get rid of that tapeworm. Within two weeks, her arthritis went away and never came back. It was never arthritis. She was on medication for 20 years that she didn't need to be on. So what did that do to her body as well? So you're 100% correct. We go around misdiagnosed all over the place. Yeah, it's crazy. And for so many different modalities, whether that's um, seeking out like a holistic nutritionist or acupuncture or some other complementary therapies, many in many instances, these individuals that go and seek these practices have been failed by the medical conventional medical system that unfortunately doesn't really have a um, passage to the root cause of concerns. You can just look at how they actually try to remedy those with surgical interventions with pharmaceutical drugs etc and there's obviously a, a huge place for those things in, in many circumstances but when we're talking about something that manifests over a long period of time 
and might manifest in somebody as arthritis but unfortunately that's just the that's just the um the experience and the inflammation that that we that we would feel but the route back to where that pain is originating from is not the typical is is not a typical pathway no and and you're 100% correct they deal with symptoms they don't get down to the the causes while well, they try to you know, I'm not going to poo-poo doctors. Uh, uh, they have a tough job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would never uh, uh, poo-poo them. And I'd, I'd never want to be a doctor to tell you the truth. Um, they've got a tough job. Uh, where where they fall down is in getting down to the, the, the causational issues of what's going on in a lot of cases. They know what they know. We know what we know. Uh, I think that we're complementary to each other is, is, is what we, we can be. Where, where I take umbrage is for a company like yours uh, and some of the supplements that I give my clients and then I give homeopathics as well. Why aren't those, why can't we write those off uh, against our taxes? I'm saving conservatively hundreds of thousands of dollars in the medical field uh, uh, because people don't, have they're being proactive in a lot of cases um so why don't we reward those people by being able to to write that stuff off yeah that's a really interesting point because obviously in most countries around the world healthcare is an incredibly expensive part of their budget and in many cases the, the 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 top spending and there's so many things that we can do in regards to prevention and even treatment um for so many different diseases but that you know it, but unfortunately for now like the the conventional model kind of rules and they're looking for kind of like a, a magic bullet method. But when we're talking about using a broad spectrum micronutrient supplement or bioenergy work, this is something that is a lot more holistic and has the ability to allow that individual to recognize um, that they've got a big responsibility for their own health and that they can actually really heal themselves significantly rather than relying on a medication or or a surgical treatment that's you know has side effects and can have just as bad as issues as the conditions themselves if not worse over time absolutely absolutely um just before we kind of get into the quest for system um i think that we struggle to understand sometimes the things that we just just talking about kind of energy and frequency itself we've had a few other people on 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 the show talking about this type of thing and it's always i'm always interested to see how you explain this to people so i think yeah as i say people struggle to understand things that we can't experience with our senses our very our very limited senses so how do you go about explaining energy work and frequency to people because a lot of people don't really get it unless they're you know like a, a physicist or something yeah, it's a tough concept. And there's times when I even don't understand it. When you get into quantum physics and everything else, I'm like, uh, hello? Sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty tough. How I explain it is uh, here in the West, we are um, more into the physical things, uh, the chemical makeup of everything. Everything has a chemical makeup. But what we don't understand is everything has an energetic pattern to it as well. That's unique to that person, that organ, that skin, 
that product, whatever it may be, we're all energy. And it's all um, individual energy patterns. So uh, let's say uh, dandelion root has its own energetic pattern, completely different than another product or thing or aspirin, let's say. There's an energetic pattern to that. So we work on the energetic patterns, not the chemical patterns. So we capture that energetic pattern of whatever it may be. Uh, there's 65,000 different things that are programmed into the, the Kest4 machine. Um, and so, and we can add, and we do uh, probably every about three or four months, we get an update with more things that are put into it. Um, at different, like when COVID-19 uh, was uh, coming on scene, well, of course we had an update for that to get COVID-19 into there as well. Um, so we're always adding new stuff, um, but you have to have a paradigm shift in your thinking. Uh, here in the West, we're so uh, focused on the physical, we can't, we don't understand that there's an energy pattern for everything as well. Yeah, and that's a really, a really good point because yeah, we are so focused on the physical, and I think for so you know for hundred years we we kind of were stuck on the Newtonian law of physics when it comes to matter and energy, but obviously when we're talking about subatomic quantum physics, we're talking about the fact that the majority of matter is energy by a significant amount, and that's obviously the work a lot of what the work that that you are doing. Yeah, this has been around for a long time. It was uh, Dr. Reinhard Voll way back in the 1940s, a, a German physician. He was tired of dealing with symptoms. Uh, and he realized that the Chinese had studied meridians, the energy pathways, um, that for thousands of years. So he, he realized they were all energy. So he thought, well, if it's all energy, can I find out what's going on in the body energetically? So he had a young gentleman hold on to a ground bar and he put light electricity through him and he found if more electricity came out than went in, you had more toxic issues and more inflammation issues on that meridian. If less energy came out than went in, then you had more degenerative issues because this, the, the cells had degenerated and it's not letting the electricity go through. And that's how he came up with bioenergetic feedback or meridian stress analysis. Wow. I mean, yeah, obviously when it comes to meridians and energy that these things are thousands of years old and this is so i always find it super fascinating and wonderful when like the scientific technological world engages with that ancient mysticism i suppose just just wonderful can you tell us a little bit more about the um kestful system and you know how it works sure um it's uh, it's very easy uh, for the client um well, there's basically two ways. One, you can hold on to two metal rods uh, and light electricity goes through your body. And uh, we try and find out what's going on in your body energetically, get down to the causes of what's going on. Like you mentioned earlier, it's not a magic bullet. It takes us a while. It's like peeling the layers of an onion to try and get down to those causational issues. Uh, so sometimes it can, usually it's three to 12 times before we can get down to those causational issues. Sometimes you get lucky, uh, like with my wife, um, because it was so pronounced right away, we knew, or the lady with the, uh, uh, the tapeworm, you know, another person had uh, what he thought was gout. And it turned out that his thyroid and parathyroid wasn't working properly. And uh, 
we found that out on the on the very first try as well. The the really neat one about that is uh, the calcium wasn't getting reabsorbed, so it was pooling under his left heel, and it was mimicking gout because it had crystallized, and it wouldn't. Uh, um, so it was like he was walking on glass, so he couldn't walk at all. So uh, how they went back to their doctor and said, could it be something else other than gout? Because I told them it wasn't gout. And he got back to me and said, yeah, actually your thyroid and parathyroid is not working properly. We'll schedule you in for an operation. And the guy goes, I need an operation, what for? We have to uh, scrape off all of that calcium because it's calcified and it's just like bone. We have to scrape it off the bottom of your heel or you'll never walk properly again. But he's already starting to feel better. And he said, well, I'll be the first one that doesn't need this operation then. And he walked into my office six weeks later. So the human body is amazing. If you would have told me when I first started this, that the body can reabsorb the calcium that had calcified in the bottom of somebody's foot, I would have never believed you. But now I think the human body can do absolutely anything. Yeah, that's really, really cool. And obviously, yeah, the, the body, given the right circumstances and application, it can do magic. It can do wonders. It can uh foster and harvest a host of chemicals to completely heal us and repair us beyond what we conventionally know to be to be healing so it's wonderful that more and more people are accessing um information and practices and therapies that can give them a an alternative even safer route to to healing and again you know people certainly need to be more assertive and take more control over their own healthcare to do something like that because you know you can go to a doctor's office and get a prescription and fill it out and then take that take that pill or something that's a super simple and easy thing to do but like you know really assessing what you're doing and how it's caused you to be in a state of dis-ease it takes a lot of responsibility and self-awareness and self-application to be able to rectify that to actually heal and cure things I think it goes beyond that too. I think when um, you don't take responsibility for your health and for what you do, you're being a victim. It's happening to you. You don't realize that you're drawing this to you with, with the stuff that you're doing. Um, the only way you can stop being a victim is to take responsibility for anything that happens in your life. Because if you do that, then you can deal with it. it, it I don't care what it is. Take responsibility for it. Say you've drawn it to yourself, whether you think you've drawn it to yourself or not, it doesn't really matter. You need to take responsibility for it so that you can do something about it. Otherwise, you're just a victim. Certainly. And when you say to me, taking responsibility, I, I hear becoming conscious and becoming aware of like what you're thinking, how you're feeling and what you're doing, how that's making you, you know, create this kind of state of being. And how you can change all those things you can change your thoughts you can change your feelings you can change your behaviors to exhibit a new state of being somebody who doesn't have pain someone who doesn't have an, an illness and this all comes with taking responsibility and becoming conscious and aware of the things that you're doing and once people realize that they've got this power at all times to become super conscious and do these things then there's no there's no going back from there and i love that you've you know you had this experience with this machine with your wife and you had this transformational um connection to your own pains in in the past in your own body and that's just clearly was a big um light bulb moment for you 
And now that you, you know, you've done this work for so long and you've experienced so many other people who have most likely come into your office, you've done this work and from what you've evaluated and seen using this energy work and, and described to these people, they can connect with what you're saying with their own bodies. And then boom, that's like, oh my goodness, right? That is why that's a great connection. And now I can actually do some things to, to fix that. And it's a really powerful, um, moment where you know people are able to make that positive change for themselves to to feel better you know and it's it's, it's really interesting too i, I you know I, i'm going to be 60 this year and i i realize now that i've been doing this i don't have all the pains and the aches and the all the stuff that i used to have before i was almost 60 and i'm going holy cow, it's not that I was getting older. It's that I was unhealthy. And once I took charge of my health, um, those pains went away. And all of a sudden, holy cow, I don't have this. I call them old man noises. I don't get up off the couch or sit down. You know, uh, I don't have those anymore. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. When you take care of your health, we all think, oh, it's I'm getting older or this or that. No, in a lot of cases, it's because we're not healthy. Absolutely. And, you know, your body can only do what it can with what you give it, whether that's food, water, exercise, movement and focus and attention. You know, sometimes when we are talking about med meditation, for example, that can be the only time really where we're actually bringing energy back towards us and allowing us to heal and repair. And we're just kind of go, go, go all the time. And we're giving away our energy to all these things outside of us. And we're never like restoring that, that, that pool of resources and um, doing this type of work can really make people aware of like, you know, what they can do second by second every day, whether they're going to restore themselves or deplete themselves. And yeah, the body can do miraculous things given the circumstances. Um, why would somebody seek out a bioenergy practice like yourself? Do you see like, um, a pattern with the people that come and see you? Do I see a pattern? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of all over the map on that one. Uh, and I'm trying to find a niche because I, I, I'm kind of realizing maybe that's the way I need to go. Uh, that's kind of why I went with your products. I see a huge need, you know, fully 70% of the people that I see have anxiety or depression just to one form or another. 70%, uh, seven, zero. Yeah, seven wow. zero. Yeah, uh, so you know, I'm. It's not a great cross section of the population because it's people who come and you know are already sick or already looking for something, right? But of those, seventy percent um, do have anxiety and depression, and I work with the uh, anxiety and depression, and I, I work quite well with it. Um, the where I fall down is getting them off their medication, and when I found your products. I was, I went, whoa, this is a, uh, this is a way that I can use this product because it's, it's an amazing um, product line. I, I love what you've done with it. I love your story. Um, I love the premise. I think it's hundred percent correct that, uh, I mean, that's what I do. I balance the body so the body can heal itself. That's exactly what you guys are doing. You guys are balancing the body, the brain specifically, which is one of the toughest ones to get balanced out. 
Um, you know, I, 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 I go a little bit beyond that by, you know, if I find heavy metals in there, try and get the heavy metals out and those kind of things, uh, which I'm sure you guys have read across that and, and, and done that in, in your own ways as well. Um, but so, gosh, it's a tough question for me to answer, Simon, because I do animals as well. Right. Uh, I do. And I have clients from Northwest Territories I've never met because I do hair samples as well, because it's just energy. Right. So I can get the energy off of their hair or their nail samples. Uh, we can do urine, but I don't. <laughs> Why? When I can do nail samples or hair samples. Um, so I've got lots of clients I've never met before. So. So do I need a niche? I, I don't know. Um, I'm still struggling with that one a little bit um, as, as far as, because we've helped so many different things. I mean, there's 65,000 different things programmed in this machine. So. Yeah. Know. So many different, so there's obviously many different people come to you for many different reasons. Yes. And um, as you say, 70% of them are experiencing anxiety on some sort of level. Would you say that, people are coming to see you because of anxiety is that like the trigger that uh, that makes them come and see you or is it maybe pains or aches or headaches or some other symptomology that is is, is leading to somebody to you because you are practicing a, a complementary therapy here um well i do get ones with with, with pain of course um, but a lot of the ones with anxiety come in because they can't sleep that's their biggest issue is they, they, they just, they can't sleep. They can't shut off their mind. It's going and going and going and going and going. And young people like, like kids who have this anxiety and depression. And, and when I found your product, I realized, yeah, we're not getting our minerals from our foods anymore. We're not getting the electrolytes. We're not getting the vitamins that we need in our diet because the, the farmers are only replacing three, three of the minerals out of the, out of the land. And, and we need, I think there's like 12 different ones in there that we need. Yes, they're trace minerals, but they're very, very important for the human mind and the human body. So, you know, sometimes people come in uh, and for a completely different reason. And I ask them, you can tell pretty much when somebody has anxiety, depression, just by talking to them and, and, and how they're reacting. And I'll ask them, you know, do you have any anxiety or depression? And, and it'll come up on my machine as well. So um, it, they come in for a variety of reasons, but I would say 70% are from, are, are from uh, uh, that have that anxiety, depression. Can I tell you another little story oh, of please. my brother? Please. So my older brother, he's five years older than me. Uh, when I started this, uh, it took him two years to come see me because what does a younger brother know, right? <laughs> he doesn't know anything about this. He's a, he's a father. He's a business owner. He's a grandfather. He's my brother. Who the heck, you know, he doesn't know anything about this stuff. But I was, uh, the gentleman I went and saw in Sylvan Lake, he used to come to St. Paul, which is about a half an hour away from where we live. And so one of the, his clients came to see me because she said, well, I don't want to go all the way to Southern Lake because that's a four hour drive when I can come here in half an hour. So she came to see me and my brother's had Crohn's since he was 17 years of age. He's going to be 65 this year. So um, this lady was talking about her brother was going to see Mike 
and he has no Crohn's symptoms whatsoever. They're gone. So I find, so I told my brother, I said, listen, you know, I could, I think I could help you with your Crohn's here. And he goes, okay, I'll come to see you at Christmas time. Uh, he lives in Edmonton, which is about two and a half hours away from where we are, but he always comes here for Christmas. Uh, it's always at my sister's place, my older sister. Oh, she's going to hate me if she hears that. <laughs> uh, so I finally got him to come. So he came uh, to my office, um, started doing all the scans. Um, this was in uh, on uh, Christmas Eve. Um, I know we go golfing in the summertime. We meet in a town halfway. And I knew that he hurt his right leg golfing, his right knee. And I said, is your knee still sore? He said, yeah. So we have a way of putting in stuff for pain or inflammation into our drops, uh, the homeopathics. So I put some stuff in for, for pain, inflammation, and anxiety, depression runs in our family. So I put in anxiety and depression stuff in the drops as well. So uh, you put your hand on the machine and you actually get a treatment while you're sitting there. But it doesn't look like you're doing anything, right? You're just, uh, but it's all energy work. So finished up with him, gave him his homeopathic drops and whatever uh, herbs that he needed. He gets up to leave and he goes, Phil. I said, what? He says, I have no pain in my knee. I said, yeah, sometimes it can happen that fast. I said, what do you mean? You didn't do anything. I said, actually, you got a treatment when you had your hand on that machine, on that plate. He looked at me like I had three heads. So anyway, he goes back. He always stays in a hotel. Um, the next morning, uh, he's made himself into a really good cook because he has Crohn's, right? So yeah. every time you eat, you get terrible cramps. They, they say the cramps is, are, are like labor pains. And I, and I believe that because I've seen him when it happens. So he, uh, we made a tradition where he comes over and we have brunch and he makes eggs Benedict for anybody who wants eggs Benedict. And we have crepes and we have pancakes. Whoever wants to come in the family comes. So he comes to the front door and I'm all excited just to see how his knee is again, right? So I said, how's your knee? He said, my knee, I have no pain there whatsoever. And I got this weird feeling of euphoria. What the hell is in these drops, Phil? It's <laughs> <laughs> so a long story short. And I know it's a long story. Uh, he has no symptoms of Crohn's whatsoever now. That's like 40 plus years experiencing that, right? Yes. And it's amazing what the human body does because he forgot he had Crohn's because I, I, another lady was coming to see me uh, with Crohn's and colitis. And so I phoned him up and I said, how's your Crohn's? And he says, Oh, uh, I don't have any symptoms. I said, what do you mean you don't have any symptoms? I said, you wouldn't think to tell me that Dan. <laughs> he says, Phil, I forgot. I forgot. I have it. He had it for 40 some years. He doesn't even realize that, that he had it. Yeah, that Crohn's and that pain is an old personality that, so yeah, it's not even going to be on his mind anymore. Nope, it's gone. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. That's really cool. And I was, I was, I'm interested to wonder what like a initial session looks like. You know, I come into your office and is it simply a case of sitting down and connecting to this machine? Do we have like an intake form? Do we talk about stuff? Yeah, so I, of course you have a disclaimer. We all have disclaimers, right? So you sign the disclaimer, you come in. Uh, we do four tests at the start. We do a comprehensive analysis. We do a main body scan with the reproductive organs, an informational scan, and then I do a food sensitivity list. 
Uh, from there, depending on what the person tells me or what I see on the scans, we'll do other scans. And we have breakout scans, we call them breakout scans from metabolic digestive. Uh, and digestion's huge, right? Because 70% of your immune system is tied up with your digestion, right? Um, so we do metabolic digestive, large and small intestine, heart, skin, liver, whatever, uh, right down to um, emotional scans, sleep scans, cancer scans, uh, it runs the gamut. Oh, wow. Wow. That sounds really, you can get really specific with this then. Yes. Now it's not a diagnostic tool because we can't make any diagnostic claims. And I'll tell you another reason why it can't be a diagnostic tool is, um, I had a client come in and mad cow disease came up and of course the person didn't have mad cow disease, but the person had symptoms that matched mad cow disease. So the machine picked BSE as the thing that's going on with the person. So if you are not a good technician, you'd say, oh my God, you got bad, you know, mad cow disease. Uh, when they really did, they had, you know, uh, you know, the, the aches and the pains and, and, and a few other things that go along with mad cow disease, but they don't have mad cow disease. You know, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. How do you think, um we can get this type of work how can it inter integrate more into a conventional model because i think we spoke about it before i think when it comes to complementary therapies and conventional ones i think that there's a really big divide and there are certainly things like acupuncture and chiropractic work and herbs to an extent where there's certainly um, an acceptance from the conventional model in some some other countries more more than ours perhaps in North America. How do you think that this type of work can become more, um, let's call it mainstream? Huh. It, 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 tough question. Tough yeah, that's, question. A big, still... that's, that's a big one, sorry. I'm asking you to cure, <laughs> cure Canada right now. <laughs> you know, the, the problem is, 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 is we're, we're so pharmaceutical centered, right? Um, and nobody wants to lose their piece of the pie. So it's a, whew, um, you know, uh, you're hundred percent correct. I mean, there's 25,000 practitioners in Europe who do some sort of bioenergetic testing. Uh, they've got it completely flipped around in Europe compared to here in Europe. The first place they go to is somebody like me. The last place they go to is a doctor where here, the first place they go to is a doctor. The last person in a lot of cases is somebody like me, uh, until people's minds change uh, and, and realize that uh, there's more than just take a pill and you're gonna get better um, thinking out there. Um, I can't see it changing that much to tell you the truth, Simon. I wish I, I, wish I had an answer for you. I, I don't know if, if you've come across somebody that has an answer, I'd love to hear it because I haven't yeah, thought. It's it's complicated and I think you're right in regards to I think that if there's going to be any type of change it's going to have to come from the people I don't I think to expect a huge change in the way we do healthcare from a government I think we're dreaming I don't think it's never going to happen but you know if people are taking more responsibility for their own health and considering you know moving their body daily and choosing better foods that's a that's a massive personal choice that you're taking towards your own health 
And then we have these amazing complementary um, therapies and medicines that, as you say, there's so many practitioners out there in every city nearly now, these wonderful people doing this great work. And yeah, I've got, I've got really good, I've got a couple of really good friends of mine who are doctors in Frankfurt and they are prescribing herbs way before they're prescribing drugs in many, primarily in like antidepressants in depressive, depressed people. There's a whole host of herbs that they try beforehand um, before they even touch pharmaceutical drugs because they're fully aware that these, these drugs are addicting and side effects include like suicide and homicidal thoughts and, you know, some really, really harsh things. So to expect the conventional model to, to flip flop a very well established um, stance in a way, it's going to have to come down to people becoming a lot more proactive, a lot more educated. And um, I think they're going to have to do that themselves. And hopefully we can create like a generation of individuals who are teaching their kids that, you know, doing certain things towards your own health is really co contributing to, to society in a very positive way. And that you've got um, at any point, your thoughts, feelings and behaviors can make you feel great or they can make you feel bad. And over the long period of time can really lead to a, a diseased body. No, no question. I mean, when you said you can change your mind, you can change your thinking. There's no doubt that that can happen. Uh, too many people are, are, are stuck in the, they, they can't change their mind. Well, from neuroplasticity, we know that things change. New pathways can be made in the brain. So, um, you know, uh, doing certain things like meditation, when you talked about, is huge. Is huge for people to just calm, relax, be there. And you don't have to be good at it. You don't have to be perfect at it. Just do it. And it's working. Yeah, absolutely. How can, how can people connect with you, Phil? So uh, Quest for Health, Bonneville on Facebook. Um, I'm not really good at tech, so it's not the greatest in the world. Uh, they can also go just on Facebook and find me, um, uh, Phil Kushner, um, or um, give me a call, 780-573-2002. Uh, or one eight seven seven six seven three two zero zero two, or philkushner at hotmail.com. Awesome. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today, Phil, for you know information to connect with Phil, or we'll, we'll put some things in the show notes for some of the things that we've discussed today, especially when it comes to this really interesting technology. We'll make sure that those are in the show notes. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. This is True Hope Cast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. If you've yet to subscribe, on wherever you're listening from on spotify itunes google etc make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on a show but uh thank you again phil appreciate your time today i appreciate it thank you awesome we'll see you see you next week everyone thank you